And now, for some intro music. Hello, welcome to episode number 21 of the Bits and Pieces podcast. I am Nevada Drew, and as always, I am joined by Gav. Say hello. Hello, everybody. And by George, say hello. Waluigi was a cuckoo in the nest. He was invented by Camelot Games, not Nintendo. <laughs> Is this just the seeds of your uh, descent that you're sowing? Much like how you try to convince people Netrunner is going to be in uh, Cyberpunk. It, it 100% is. That's a that's a that's a, ver- that's a verified theory. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm confident Super. of it. So. Does the Waluigi <coughs> thing relate to Netrunner, or is this a separate? Uh, I'm, I've yet to find the connecting threads, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'll turn up all something right, soon. Right. Uh, okay. So is it, it the different pillars of? Yeah, the the, same, this uh, this is all these are all these are all pillars of uh, of the of the reasons that Waluigi is not a playable Smash character. Yeah, <laughs> all adds up. They're important to know, really. <laughs> so. Are Camelot game? Who are Camelot? Uh, I don't know, but they they made Mar- they made Mario that... Tennis, uh, an old. Oh, okay. I guess the because first see, one. Um... There's there's like Camelot who run uh, who run like a ton of scratch cards, and I think the Lotto. Uh, so I was yeah. like, is it them? <laughs> and then <laughs> did they invent Waluigi to encourage gambling? <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> And then there's the you know there's there's King Arthur's Camelot. Was it was it was it them? Did King Arthur invent Waluigi? So a bit of vague lore. But apparently, <laughs> yeah. apparently Waluigi is going to be the same that. age as Mario and Luigi. Yeah, I mean, he's just. Oh, okay. I mean, I like I'd always assumed that Mario and like like Mario looks kind of old. It's just that he has freakishly smooth skin. Like I mean, the big mustache and he's a plumber and stuff. He could easily be like forty, but he just has a very good skin routine. Well, it's it's weird because it's like well, because if Wario is the uncle, like there's no there's no concrete evidence of to w- what exactly Waluigi's relation is to to the Mario brothers. He might be a cousin. He could be. He could be. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not well versed enough in Mario lore to speculate on Waluigi. No. Really, right. <clears throat> I need to consult the sacred <laughs> texts. Yeah, I'm. I'm still getting to grips with the fact that there's more than one toad. So that's what. That's where I'm at. Sorry, excuse me. I'm still getting to still getting to grips with the fact that there's more than one toad. No, yeah, there's, mo- there's more than one loads toad. Of, isn't there loads of toads? Yeah, there, toads more than one guy. I thought toad was just one guy. I think Toadsworth. Just, just the there's, name there's of Toadette. Well, yeah, the, yeah, obviously. I mean, if they yeah, have different names, the sure. Toad but people. Like, and it just ha- like, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you, if they call him Toad, is that, I always assumed that was the same Toad, right? Well, like normal Toad, so. Captain I Toad. I think I think Toad just got the short <laughs> end of the stick because they were like, we can't be able to give an actual name. Let's just call him. He's a Toad. We'll call him Toad. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually crazy racist if you think of it. <laughs> you, uh, 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 Toad, come out, come over here. <laughs> toad. Yeah. That's a bit like someone being born and you're not really sure what to call it, just call them human. Uh, human. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess it's like, you know how if you're like calling out to a cat or something and you don't know its name, you might be like, cat, cat. It's like yeah. that, except it's really degrading because it can speak English and so on. <laughs> like, it understands you. Uh, it's an, em- you it's could an say, employed What's member name, of the uh, Peach's Kingdom Court. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Exactly, he's a tax-paying citizen, and you 
<laughs> just like, get over here, Toad. <laughs> we might find out that it has an actual name, but we've just, just know, been rude know, yeah. all these years. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. His real name's Jeffrey, and he's just Jeff, repeatedly yeah. called Toad. <laughs> no one remembers. Uh. So I didn't want I didn't want to like point it out, but I feel like I should. It's 2019 now, which is a which is a which is a weird thing that just happened. We were we were a bit slow on mm. moving to the new year. Yeah, it's so slow that it doesn't feel remarkable really anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's gone to that point. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's 2019. Another yes. year of my life has passed by. Uh, new year, new games. I mean, you guys like. I've been sort of racking my brains, and I'm really coming up short on me- that many games that I'm sort of excited for this year. Yeah, uh, I, I can't really think of very many. I, I mean, mean, I mean, I'm not sure about excited by. I'm intrigued by Kingdom Hearts three. Okay. Just because I remember playing like the first and the second one when I was little, and thinking they were mental. And then I've replayed most of both the first two as a 28-year-old and thought they were absolutely mental. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering where they're going to go with this sort of crazy new one. Yeah, because I'm like, I, I, I've never played them, but from what I understand, the story to this point is a bit convoluted. The story and makes no sense. Like, are no they, sense. I'm thinking, like, it's been so long, right, since the last one, yeah. that it would be a real stretch for them to try and like directly continue it, right? I mean, obviously they're going to carry on, but like if they refer to convoluted events that happened in a PS2 game <laughs> 10 years ago and then the no, three no, the... 3DS spin-offs or whatever. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, and the PSP prequel, <laughs> the PSP and... prequel. and the like what was it? The like the exclusive film version of whatever it was. Like, I can't yeah. even remember. There's like a PS4 game that came with like the bridge between the two games. <laughs> it was about an hour long. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I, and I'm like, because by this point, right, the the people that it's going to appeal to, like, you know, the Disney stuff's going to appeal to, there's going to be a lot of kids it'll appeal to, right? Yeah, and yeah. if they go in, I mean, I'm not going to quit. If, when I was a kid, frankly, I had no idea what was happening in anything and I didn't care. As long as it was cool enough, so I'm not going to say that like kids are going to be like they're going to be like I can't understand this plot thread at all. This is abysmally written. They're, they're just going to be Where? like, wow, Donald Duck just battered that guy or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey this is Mouse not character just... development. I demand pacing in my meeting. This is a character assassination of Goofy. <laughs> Mickey Mouse just cut that guy. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering like how are they going to manage to make it understandable? I mean, people. <laughs> I, I kind of, I'm expecting them to do like either it'll be like a basically a new story that doesn't really rely on anything before, or they'll just put some like explanation cutscenes in, <laughs> <laughs> and, like <coughs> they can originally originally watch like the, like Accuser did for Accuser Six. Oh, yeah. was like, yeah, we know you've not really played any of these games apart from Zero. Here's what's happened in <laughs> in the past six games. Yeah. Just put in all the cutscenes as like a package <laughs> or something that you can watch. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I I love it when games do that. I've never watched any of them, but I, I appreciate that it's there. I did. I know, did it. I did it for the for up. The Witcher Two. There was a there was a because that came with a lot of previously on The Witcher. Yeah, yeah. It's also worth yeah. 
because as I've expressed before, uh, it's a better idea than playing the first Witcher game. <laughs> which it sucks. Is. Yeah, it took it took like because yeah. uh, I always feel so compelled to play games in order. It really it took a long time to be like, okay, I, I won't play The Witcher one because it does look painful. It is painful. I spent like it twenty-five is. hours playing that game. I got through like the first two zones and I was <laughs> bored to tears, so I never launched it again. Uh, I finished it. <clears throat> I finished the first game. Impressive. It took me a while, but I did. Well, I mean, maybe maybe the first Witcher is is due an HD remake. Yeah, remake that that would make sense, yeah, but they'd uh, have to I rework think. like half the structure of the game to be less shit. Also, segueing smoothly <laughs> on to other HD remakes, <laughs> that is a game that I've said right, that okay. this has snuck up on me is HD is uh, is the <clears throat> Resident Evil Two HD remake. Which I think is out oh, tomorrow. Yeah, because yeah. I've never actually, tomorrow. I've never really properly played a Resident Evil game. I played the the iPhone version of Resident Evil Four. <laughs> um, that's it, and I didn't really play that. So I played that. So yeah, I didn't even know there was an iPhone version of that. Yeah, really did I, I, but out. that's interesting. How would that even? That's some. Well, because I, I think because in because in order to, like you'd have the you'd you'd, you'd switch between being able to move and being able to aim. It had the little like artificial yeah. analog yeah. stick on the screen. Okay, uh, I didn't and play it very far. It Makes sense. It wasn't great. Yeah. Are you a Resident Evil enthusiast, Navi? Because I've played like one of them, and it was Resident Evil Five, so not one of the good ones. But uh, I have played. I've played some. I mean, I've I've about halfway through seven at the moment, and I've, I've actually I played the remaster of the of the original, which was I thought was good. Oh yeah, I, I I never played any of them when they first came out. I've been um, meaning to get seven because it's it keeps coming very cheap on Steam, and I'm like probably worth getting. It's but really yeah. good. Yeah, it is really good. I would highly recommend it. It's got the crap out. Yeah, but I've, that's I, that's my issue because I am I am not a person that can play horror games, <laughs> but I really yeah, enjoyed the demo but, for Resident Evil Two, even if I spent most of it being yeah. like, okay, don't get scared, it's fine. Uh, just look around the corner. They can't jump scare you, and then eventually they did. When I was like, I let my guard down to search a locker for some herbs, Ooh. and the zombie fell out of the locker on top of me. <laughs> I stand by that. That Resident Evil is just a drug dream, and that you running around looking for herbs is just a metaphor for you looking for your fix. I stand by that <laughs> assessment of the Resident nice. Evil universe. Nice. That's. That's all it is because I have yeah. It makes no sense. <laughs> I have seen the films. Resident though. Evil makes about as much sense as Kingdom Hearts. To be fair, yeah, very true. Uh, the fil- I've seen most. Of- I've seen like the first. I've I've lost count of how many there are. I think I haven't seen the last one, but the films are mad, and I I recommend the films. I have heard that they're mad. I've also heard conspiracy theory that they somehow keep getting made. Through some weird conspiracy between the director and the studios, like because there's no real conceivable re- they're not very popular, uh, they're not any good, um, but they just keep getting made. Yeah, that, that and is, I've heard is. There's some kind of conspiracy about it that involves like posting a loss on purpose. Yeah, no, they are for tax reasons. <laughs> Maybe it's like it's like a it's like the producers, <laughs> but instead of springtime for Hitler, it's you know it's it's it's. Well, it's, it, there are very entertaining action scenes where Mila Jovovich just sort of acrobats around and blats yeah. sort of mutant things. Do they have anything to do with the games at all? Uh, or vaguely, uh, vaguely. I don't know. I actually I can't really comment. But so I, I know I know like because she she is a 
character that I think is is made for the films. Because she, she's yeah, like a, the, the, a a person what's been given one of the viruses or a virus and is like, it, it, you know, it didn't turn her into a zombie. Instead, it turned her into a sort of a good fighter. She's a, good, a bit uh, like she's a bit like what if Nemesis was like a person still, almost. Um, yeah, because like the first the first ones is like they go through a facility under underneath Raccoon City that has it's that's underneath the, that's underneath the mansion from the first game. That's where that is. right. Okay. okay, and then the second one they go through Raccoon City. The second one is oh yeah, that's like I I I I, I, th- I think one, I think it's still great because there is an amazing scene where it's like some people fighting in a church against some zombies. And then Mila Jovovich on a motorcycle crashes through the giant stained glass window at the back of the church. Yeah. And it's not really clear how she managed to jump a bike. Like, there's also, like, there's, you know, there's no discernible <laughs> ramps or, like, things <laughs> with which you would, you know, you'd be able to launch a motorcycle through. But she, like, just at some point, she just, like, Deus Ex Jovovich just crashes through a window on a motorbike, like leaps off the motorbike, like two-handed firing guns, just taking out zombies, and it's it's mm. great. It is, nice. That scene is like particularly like Devil May yeah. Cry. That scene <laughs> it is like this makes no sense, but it is really yeah because cool. she's the only sort of I mean she's the sort of the key thread through all of them because it, it it switches between all the characters and it goes like drops all the names that I've heard of associated with the game, so like. Who are you? Mm. Oh, I'm uh, Claire Redfield. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's it. And then there's also Chris Redfield, and then there's like, oh, I'm Jill Valentine. Mm. Uh, and it's yeah. each film just gets progressively more and more insane because like the so it's like the world is just completely being taken over, uh, and like the, right. the there's another film that s- starts with. A, like a million clones of Mila oh, yeah. character, That's the third one, yeah. like assaulting a <laughs> I, I an like umbrella it. facility, and it's like, yeah, and like the clones are all you know, like, it, yeah, that one. There is this clip of just this this ditch just full of dead Milojovic clones. Because like each one, <laughs> like each one is going in death. and like getting a bit further than being killed, and she's like using her clones yeah. to l- learn. Or get through each obstacle, or something, yeah. and like. <laughs> yeah, there's also a bit where like she gets like psychic powers as well. Oh really yeah, explains. and then immediately she, like, kind of she she sets the sky on fire at one point. Yeah, and then but I then think she loses her psychic powers. <laughs> but I know that because I think the last one, which I haven't seen, it's like the the trailer for it is like the last remaining humans on the White House, which has become like a fortified bunker. <laughs> And it's just surrounded by like mutants or like so like zombies and these like flying mutants and weird, crazy things, and they're all just firing in all directions, and like everything's on fire, and it just looks crazy. It does. <laughs> it does look ridiculous. I've not seen that. One. It is on Netflix though, so I, it's on my list. But uh, um, they are ridiculous. But I, I have I have a quite a soft spot for films. That I found them. They were very. They're very entertaining. So bad, but so. Yeah, but they're just so sincere as well at the same time. Like they take themselves so seriously. <laughs> There's not really like like any real like comic relief characters on movies uh, in any of the films. Is there not? There's a couple, but like like for, definitely for like there's maybe Two's probably has the most I mean it knows it's it knows it's, like, it's completely ridiculous. 
It is, but it plays it so straight. It plays it so wonderfully straight. Um, how bizarre. Yeah, but like the Resi 2 demo was like I I really enjoyed because I'd seen I'd like I'd seen footage of the old ones because it's where it's a fixed camera and yeah, it just looks very well, very dated. But so the new one is fully updated and it it feels like a modern game. So you can it's third person over the shoulder. Uh, you you can still move. You can even move while you're aiming. Like it doesn't do the thing where you have to like stop and aim. That I know that four Gosh. that four did. Uh, yeah, I think they all did that until I think even five. But what's interesting is it, it feels it's on you. Like you're in you're because you. I think basically gives you thirty minutes to just do as much as you can. Yeah, it's time limit, isn't it? Rather and you're just sort of wandering around the police station. But yeah, it, it feel like the atmosphere is incredible. Like it feels because I'm not. I think. Games have just gotten further and further away from being in just narrow corridors because of, you know, like load limits, and so suddenly being in these like really cramped corridors, and the camera is very sort of claustrophobically placed over over the shoulder. So like you aim in, and it's like, oh, I don't like this. Uh, yeah. And the uh, the sound is actually is is brilliant. Like it's got it's got great sound design. Yeah. The sound in seven is is insane as well, and I think it being in first person makes it that little bit yeah, worse as well than like when it's in third, because like you generally have to like look around to find something that's making a noise, and then uh, you know when you turn back after looking at the noise, there's gonna be something <laughs> waiting for you when you turn back around. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I was just um, like, yeah. I don't like this, and it because I'm just so I just don't really play horror games I'm so used to just kind of action shooters suddenly the it's like okay well I can aim like a normal shooter but if I just fire a couple of shots I will just miss all of them and so it's that like mm. oh god they're coming <laughs> towards me I've got to, I've got to, you know I've got to carefully line up a headshot shoot and then wait until I can until like the you know like the aiming rescue zeroes in again and it's like I don't like wanting to wait i just want to, i just want to shoot the gun lots but i can't because then i'll miss <laughs> see because the, the, the the original the remake of the original um kind of highlighted to me that it wasn't well i, I never found it particularly scary but it's it's more of like a puzzle game in a horror world is there still like loads of is all the puzzles uh, seem it in seems like it yeah there's like it has that old thing of like, oh, well, you've got to go and get the key, to, like the green key, to unlock the red door. I mean, not perhaps so, not yeah, quite that simple, yeah. but like, it feels dated in that way. Which I don't know how I'm gonna feel. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed the demo and I wanted to play more, but I don't know how I feel going back to a game where it's like old games, where it's, it's you know like... it's very sort of like <laughs> wander around here, then go back to this area that you've just come from, rather than yeah, yeah. yeah. I've played a little bit of the the remake, remake of the original because I think it was on PS Plus or something. It was, and so uh, I think it's kind of more believable that you would be like, I don't know, finding the stone sigil to fit into this thing and turn it and unlock a door or whatever in like an ancient creaky mansion than it is mm-hmm. like uh, solving the same kind of weird <laughs> on puzzles a <laughs> in a yeah exactly on a subway or in a police department headquarters or whatever and just like <laughs> like why is the police chief decided to hide this key you know in this yeah like location it, it, it gives you this puzzle where it's like oh you need to find the secret passage out of the police station but i'm pretty sure i just walked in the front door 
I, I can't remember why that's not an option anymore. And you've got to like probably too many zombies. Yeah, you've got to like for whatever reason this police station was built with a secret passage that requires a puzzle to solve to open. And most of them are just like go here to get the you know like the the ammo locker code, or go there and yeah. you unlock you know you, you you flip the switch to lower the armored grating or something. Um, so most of that, but yeah, there's there is a little bit of that weird like why is it so mystical and culty in a police station? <laughs> <laughs> in a police station? Oh, maybe there's maybe there's something there because I've I've not played it so. But yeah, yeah I, I've been interested in it as well. I've heard a lot of people hyping it up. Yeah, so I think that might be. I'm I'm very tempted by it. I mean, there's a what? So that so that was on the topic of what else is coming. Yeah, because like the only other game that I I can really think of is, uh, it's Jedi: The Fallen Order, which is like one of the I think it's a single player Star Wars game, uh, just that so far mm. has not been cancelled. Like the the other week, uh, uh, EA cancelled. Yeah, they cancelled. EA cancelled a Star Wars game that I hadn't even oh you know I wasn't even aware it was in development. Yeah, no, it's gave the point where yeah, where they're just cancelling Star like Star Wars games. So unlucky, it feels like they just getting cancelled before you like. It's so that's bizarre, how they announce the game is being like... worked on is when they cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a new Star Wars game that's been cancelled. Right. Yeah, they just canned another Star Wars game. A, a bold new future for yeah. the franchise. But it's by um, it's by Respawn who did who you know done Titanfall. Yeah, which uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm I I loved Titanfall. I thought I thought this the Titanfall 2's campaign was a really fun shooter campaign and was varied and interesting. But because Star Wars is such a different proposition, I don't know how that's gonna Is it is that a different well, proposition? I you're a, it, you're a, you there's I mean, gonna be lightsabers. It's not there there really. is. Well in terms of like just like creating like a little you know, like a, a fun first person shooter campaign where it's just like get through these levels. For like, yeah. Every Star Wars game is like, is this going to be the game that that sort of does lightsabers? And like, and people, yeah. I feel like people have been waiting for that because yeah. we've had we had we had Jedi Academy, we had the Jedi Knight games, where it's like kind of set the bar for fun lightsabers, yeah. and then since then it's just been like Literally. no one's ever come close. Lightsabers are just like because in those ones it's like a combat system around them where you got all these different moves you can do. You have to block. Yeah, like the combat system was, and then in all these other ones they're just you know these wavy things. Yeah, like in, <laughs> like in, uh, I forgot what it's called now, but the the one with Sam Witwer as the protagonist and you're the the Star Killer. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. in that, like you know, your, your lightsabers are just kind of <laughs> very force unleashed. Force unleashed. Oh, well done. Well yeah, you like say it was just kind of baseball bats. That are... <laughs> oh, but yeah, because I think the, the 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 vague story premise is that you're a a Jedi, or I think you're a Padawan who has survived Order sixty six, and it's kind of in the interim years between the prequels and A New Hope. Um, okay, because uh, yeah, I think I have. We don't, I don't know what they're like with you know create like creating a a you know a what is a, a sizable entry into the Star Wars canon as you know creating the kind of first big single player Star Wars game. Yeah, that's true. I guess it's now more of a proposition, right, ever since cuz I mean before I guess it seemed a little more uh the rules were a little looser cuz yeah, you know yeah. there was the just a an 
unbelievable mass of this extended universe shit and you could just throw anything in wherever and like you know who really cared but now i guess yeah. ever since they wiped that clean yeah like it's Disney like come in and been like no 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 no, no. actually <laughs> actually adding something now feels like yeah, something that you'd probably have to run by and yeah everything is, board, so, is you know? uh is a lot more curation so like the yeah it's like the so it'll be interesting to see i don't know hope, like hopefully they've got good writers on board uh, yeah, I mean, I th- they've clearly got the movement down already, though. Like the Titanfall movement to me could just be a Jedi. Yeah, movie. but I think cause I think it's I think yeah, it's true. third person. So some force flips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, it, it doesn't uh, seem like there'll be much you can carry over from Titanfall. Though I guess they had very satisfying guns, and there's usually a couple of. So I guess the blasters will be will be decent. Oh, I, I hope guess. so because I always find that blasters in. Uh, Star Wars games are rubbish. Like in Battlefield, they just like they feel like water guns. <laughs> yeah, they're not, there's no, there's nothing behind them. Like a bit like they don't have any. Like uh, actually, I, yeah. I, I, I disagree that. I, I think I, I, really liked the, like some of the iconic blasters in in the Battlefront games. In or is in or in the, in the new really? ones, I think. Yeah. Uh, like well, because like the because I, the sound is so good and they look so good. Uh. And if you can be, and the occasion when like you are like I, I'm suddenly accurate enough where it's like, you sort of nail the sort of two body shots and then you like manage to clip them in the head and it, it feels like there's some punch to them. I would say like, yeah. I, like it feels good. Yeah, in those games, like I didn't, I don't think I owned either of them. I played them at a friend's house. I will agree they kind of felt quite good in those ones, just because you know when uh. When you fired them and like you hit someone, there were like these enormous sparks that came off them and everything, and it just it was very satisfying to use in those games with the kind of very loud sounds and stuff. Yeah, but they can feel kind of weak just because you know you're in other games. But yeah, it's like, like they set a decent level. Yeah, I mean, like the the yeah the the kind of the feel of like just firing it at nothing in particular felt great. Obviously, like because it's a it's a multiplayer game, they're never going to be as powerful as you'd hope. Yeah, oh, true. Well, yeah, yeah, They're not gonna like <laughs> blast you in one hit or whatever because that would be cheap. Unless you know you pay the extra microtransaction to unlock the mega blaster yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm speaking shit, but you know, just... <laughs> the super duper gun. <laughs> just, exactly. I'm just taking a cheap shot at them for microtransactions in that game. You know, isn't that the popular thing yeah. to do these days? It's what all the kids are doing. But yeah, I hope that game's good, and I'm I'm wanting to hear more about it. I mean, so, uh, you know, well, I guess they, I imagine will, because yeah, it's meant to be releasing this year, so it is odd that we haven't heard that much about it. Unless it's going to get be... canned in three yeah, months. True. <laughs> yeah, that, I thought it'll be a big. Easy well, thing. chance it'll yeah. probably. Yeah. EA don't really have a lot else this year from memory of things like that they have to. Have they got? Oh, they've got Anthem as well, don't they? That, yeah, that's, oh, that's coming yeah. Up. Well, because they'll, yeah. they'll probably be. They'll, I mean, what's it? May when they, when May the fourth when they host like Star Wars Day. <coughs> we'll ah, probably, true. We'll, Could we'll be probably on that. get like the next. We'll probably get Episode Nine's trailer. And we might get a trailer for this for Fallen Order. Yeah, but I guess I mean maybe they've just been holding off saying anything about it because of the awful press for Battlefront Two. It's been like maybe now's not the best time to, you know. Yeah, yeah true. Wait till people are hyped yeah, on the next like, film and then drop throw it. any other poor game in front of the baying crowds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. People are Actually, still 
mad about it. They, yeah, they are. They are. There is something else actually I'm quite looking forward to this year. I'm looking forward to the new FromSoft game coming out, so that then they can go and make an Armored Core game after this. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. You, you you want your <laughs> your custom 58 button controller to plug it's into? All I, want, <laughs> all I want, George, is to be able to decide how long to have the fingers on my giant <laughs> robot. Okay, I, I want how I want granularly. I want to know what screws I'm allowed to put into the base. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw I saw on Twitter was it on Twitter I saw on Twitter that you had recently uh, built a gunpla kit. Uh, it, was in, you know, it was only a tiny one. It was, a tiny, it was one of the one of the wee ones, the really small. So that's ones the the like a, the little like, models a of nice, a Gundam like, robot. Little little Gundam. Yeah, yeah. It was literally four pound. Um, yeah. It came ninety percent built. I just had a little put it on my desk, a little desk buddy. So is is this how you've been? You know, filling in for not being able to play Armored Core, <laughs> just like. It's like, oh, it's now going to start assembling with robots and so on. I have been so tempted to buy, like, like one of like the £20 ones, like, a, a bit bigger and actually, like, put it together, yeah. They are kind of reasonable, them, like, right? They're not, like, that expensive. No, they're really not. They're pretty it's tempting. Like, yeah, they are. Not, like, I think that'd be quite nice to have, like, on my desk at home or something. Um, yeah. It's, it's just quite... They look quite nice. The, um, yeah, I've, I've thought I'm surprised about by, like, for, like, a £4 little figure, it actually doesn't look terrible. The the, the FromSoft game is that the is this is this Sekiro Shadows Die Twice? That's the new yes. one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The ninja one, where you're yeah. some kind of undying uh, shinobi type who has a grappling hook and stuff. Yeah, it looks and interesting. It has, a, has, a, has a voice actor, which I'm yeah. kind of intrigued by. I, I'm I'm interested in it because to begin with, I was a bit like, is it just going to be a kind of uh, samurai themed? Souls game, but it seems like they've actually, you know, it's quite different that there's a, an emphasis on different mechanics and so on. So it seems yeah. cool. It seems cool. It does. It does. And then they can make an armored core game. <laughs> make an armored core <laughs> That's game. That's all I want. There aren't really very many robot games going around, so not, could could use a could use a new robot game. Well, actually, I guess if uh, I mean because you've got you've got PlayStation VR, right? They could put they rather than making a peripheral controller oh. with a billion buttons, you just put all of that into VR. So you have to spend time trying to use the VR controller to flick the right switch on the console. And it's like you're trying to like, oh, oh, hang on, I need to turn on the auto loader. Oh shit, that's the windscreen wipers. No, nope. uh, uh, <laughs> life support. No. Nope. The problem with that, uh, <laughs> the with that is, is that like some of the the later uh, armored core games uh, like. Like V and like four answer, mechs move so fast. I would be horribly ill <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Some of the early ones where they're a bit more, a bit closer, sort of like just walking tanks, like early Gundam series. But uh, yeah, no, the later ones, you get some really nippy ones that move yeah, like yeah. full on, like three hundred sixty degrees. <laughs> I think <laughs> no. George, are are you thinking of? <coughs> I think you could be thinking of Steel Battalion. I've done this before. Other, yeah, no, I am thinking of Steel Battalion. The other mech game. It's that one they did for the Xbox yeah, with that weird. That's setup. what I'm thinking of, and I'm pretty sure while this I, is like the I third time this has them. happened. I now realise, but every time you say Armored Core, I think of Steel Battalion. <laughs> Steel Battalion. I don't blame you. They should make a new a new game for that. I mean, that game was wild. I'm looking at a picture of the the whole setup now. We could really use that with VR, right? I mean, then again, with how complicated all the buttons are, like I don't think you could operate that. <laughs> In VR, because you'd be like, "Where's my hands?" Yeah, you'd have to be. Constantly well, there was like, there was a, there was the Steel Battalion on like Connect, where you had to 
like, yeah. mime just about everything. It was yeah. like now mime putting your seatbelt on, and then you gotta you gotta open like the viewing yeah. flap and the <laughs> like load the shell. Yeah, and apparently not, it was I'm, very. I'm not sure VR is ready for it because I played the um, the Creed VR game, oh, which nice. is great when you like like turn like I heard the it was boxing good. and stuff. Yeah, just just make sure you don't want to like walk backwards because you walk backwards you put your arms behind you and then do like a walking motion with your arms <laughs> that's that's how it... you can do forwards forwards works like like a normal sort of up and down arm motion but yeah to go backwards you have to so like behind. like 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 a reverse naruto run <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> reverse yeah. gear <laughs> well, i guess it's been a while since the previous episode and we've all been doing some games. What what you guys been playing? Ooh, who wants to go first? I nominate Gav. I don't know. I'm going first. <laughs> uh yeah, you go first. I've just been playing, you know, all my selection of the usual shit. Um I've recently been fiddling around, right? My my tale is with all of these humble bundle monthly games that I've had for ages. Um yeah. I subscribed to it because I wanted a specific game. Uh, I think in July of last year or something, and I ne- never never deactivated it. So I've just got all of these games that I've never played, and I was looking through it. and It's embarrassing how few of them I've activated. And I, I mean, it's like it's only like twelve dollars, so I don't feel that bad because I mean, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. It's just that I'm never using it. It's like all that tat you buy and then never use. You know, I mean, you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's I good bought, value. I bought, it's a good deal. I, I, I subscribed to Loot Crate for a couple of months. That was. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> a similar experience. That was a, a lot of tat. All these t-shirts that you're never going to wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my my the main one I've been fiddling about for a bit, like just over a couple sessions, was uh, Project Cars because that was in last month's Project Cars Two, and it's like you know a sim driving game, and I'm I'm really shit at those. Um, like I I was always more of a burnout guy, uh, but. <laughs> Like I don't know, man. I uh, speaking of VR, I've always thought that like sim driving games must be really good in VR. Like they, when they support yeah. it. I mean, I've never played one. I played um, Trackmania Turbo. In in that VR. does VR? Oh, that sounds that sounds <laughs> nauseating. That's not. It is insane. Uh. <laughs> it is insane because they yeah you're going so fast and there's like the bits where you do like a loop the loop. <laughs> I, you get this. You get such insane, like, like feeling like you're actually like moving to go upside down. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, I don't know. VR, VR messes me up. I can only do it for about half an hour. I thought I was. Like, uh, I was watching footage off, of like uh, like of Ace like Combat a... Seven in VR, and I thought, I, oh, right, I thought yeah. that looked yeah. really cool. I was like, oh man, that looks that looks like a great justification of VR. Yeah, I mean, I I've heard that as well. It looks every, really good. every Top Gun the fantasy. Main... The main issue, I think, is there's only like three VR missions. Like they're kind of a side attraction to the oh, main game. Oh, it's not. I, okay, I, I just, I don't. I... Yeah, the main game isn't yeah. playable in VR. Uh... Just these side missions, which is a shame. But I mean, maybe they'll add more VR stuff down the line. I mean, Who knows? Yeah, in theory, you could just still just play it with the headset and just play it in cinematic mode. I guess so. Yeah, but I guess so. So. you get a bit of the. Uh, if I can't, still... if I can't, you know, look up and flip and make the bird. As I fly inverted over it, what's <laughs> exactly. the point? What's, what's the point? <laughs> what is I want VR beach bo- volleyball so I can really feel like Top Gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> Vaguely homoerotic beach volleyball with the lads, <laughs> with Tom Cruise and his pals. 
But yeah, I don't know. I've not I've not really dived that much into my humble bundle monthly monthly issues. It's just I, Yeah, I have the same sort of thing with Humble. Like I I'll just Digital Shame Pile. I'll I'll see something yeah, I'll see something like on like the lowest tier and go, I'd quite like that. So I might as well buy all of them. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's like <laughs> It's like, you know, it's like, you look at it and it's like, well, there's something I want, I don't really need to pay that much for, but it's like, it's for charity, and <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, it's only a tanner, right? So I'll just, I'll just chuck it in. <laughs> yeah. No, it's bad. I do have uh, several pages with, I've been steadily trying to just give them away. Like, um, yeah. Anybody's birthday or occasion, I'm like, you yeah, have a game that, that I is the, that is touch. That is one good thing, like, what, like, if you have a friend or something that, like, You'd feel a bit bad if you didn't get them anything, but you also don't want to buy them something specifically. You can just be like, hey, I had this key sitting around. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please take it off my hand. Just take <laughs> it and leave. <laughs> there you go. Happy birthday. Take the key. Take the key. Enjoy. Have enjoy. To, have to. Have to. <laughs> yeah. So how much Project Cars have you played? How granular does it get? Because... While I like to like tweak my robots, I'm not hugely bothered about tweaking my car. I think you can really tweak, but I have not. I have not tweaked. I have just tried to yeah. drive in it without uh, crashing mostly. Because I I had a quick play of uh, Forza, not Horizon, the other one. The normal Forza. One. Normal, the normal, normal Forza. Yeah, normal Forza. Forza Verona. Yeah, which has like a crazy amount of granular detail. You can yeah. Go into Do you I want? To. Graphite I, I, or wood breaks. They'll <laughs> take the wood breaks. <laughs> That's just a stick. Isn't yeah, it? you lean out the window and just stick it in between the wheels. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that has like insane. I, I, look, I remember looking at it going, "Oh, this game is not for me. I just, I can't care about about the the, the minute difference it makes on my car." And yeah, I can care deeply. The minute difference it would make on my Your robot. robot. Well, I mean, yeah. it's understandable, right? I mean, no one ever, no one ever cut anyone in half with a laser sword in their car, so <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. That to is me. true. But I mean, you, you, oh, yeah, I was never really playing car games, haven't you? Know me? You've been playing oh, spiky yeah, car games. Actually... Spiky, spiky car, car games. I mean, this is not a video game. I should say first off, I mean, I played a little bit of Gaslands, which is. A miniatures game play with Hot Wheels cars. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I posted in the in the Slack a, a little a little car had been trying making sort of this Mad Max sort of drag car almost of stuck some toothpicks on the side of the wheels. <laughs> nice. Uh, cut up one of my uh, I think it was like my sixteen to twenty five rail car. <laughs> <'cause> I, <was laughs> like I chopped that up and stuck it on the front of some uh, some spikes. <laughs> Made the makeshift like a little mini gun out of some. The rest of the toothpicks. Nice. That's extremely top. metal. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, well, before all that, I sort of scuffed it about with a with a file uh, and a screw. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah. So the Gaslands is like a, it's got a bunch of different modes to it, but basically it's Mad Max, the cars, the miniatures game played with Hot Wheels cars. Nice, uh, which is brilliant because like everybody has. Some minute, some Hot Wheels cars knocking about somewhere, and if not, you can buy eight for two pounds, <laughs> like I did, <laughs> and that's endless fun. And um, yeah, so it, it basically just works as every turn you 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 pick a, a maneuver depending on what gear your car's in, and you you move it that distance. Either you're trying to get round the track in sort of like 
like wacky races almost style except with miniguns <laughs> nice <laughs> um yeah or, or like some sort of death match i don't know it's, it was really good uh and there's something quite sort of relaxing about trying to turn this hot wheels car that looks all shiny and new into some sort of deranged mad max vehicle uh, i'd recommend it i think i i think the book is I think it's only about eight pounds. Yeah, it seems like a really cool. Like, it just comes as like a manual. Seems like a really fun, like super low budget, like little minis game to get into. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and you don't have to like customize all the cars. Like, like unlike a lot of miniatures games, the cars don't have to be like equipped with on on like the miniature by whatever you choose to have it with. So you can just sort of be like, this Hot Wheels Jeep has. Uh, a ram on the front, but it clearly doesn't. Uh, Fair just, enough. Yeah, it, is. It, it basically just goes, make it up, have fun. It's pretty much the uh, <laughs> the sentiment of the game. I, I, I'd recommend it. It's really good. Is that, <laughs> so what What are like the... Uh, so what, you say it's a kind of wacky racist type idea. So what... Yeah, pretty much. What, how do you... What's the What's the scheme, right? So what, you have to... You're going around a circuit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you're going through like through gates is one of the modes called the death race. Okay. So you, uh, which if past the first gate, everyone's weapons become live, and depending on which way your gun's facing, you can try and blow the person up or drop an oil slick on the floor. Uh, but as you're driving along, you in order to go up a gear, <clears throat> you always run the risk of doing things like a skid or a spin or just gaining. Because um, it's it's like it's cause it's ter- like, it's like each turn you like move with a little it's templates, isn't it? So you move like. Yeah, a little yeah. sort of four-inch slight turned template, like forwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, what haven't I said about it that's interesting? Uh, it, it's just weirdly like tactile, and it's just so easy to set up. Of like, we've got a little bit of space. Lay down some cardboard I printed off, <laughs> and uh, yeah. <coughs> so, I think I'm losing my voice today. I'm having one of those. I'm still fighting off this cold from last week, I think. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it is really good. I would I would actually highly recommend it. Because as someone who likes miniatures games but struggles with the investment mm. of a lot of them, yeah. like, I enjoyed the X-Wing game, but when someone when I had looked at it and was like, paid £25 for the base set, and then to actually get like, a proper kit out of it, I'd probably spend another 50 I've just like mm, pass. Yeah, seems like the whereas, price on miniatures stacks up quick. Basically. Yeah, whereas this one is like, oh, I went to a charity shop and I found this cool, like three wheel bike thing. That can be a, a cool bike in my strange Gaslands gang. It was twenty five p. There we go. That's more my speed, I think. What do you mean that I can stick a, lots of random items from my house to it and make it look mad? Yes, please. So, nice. you know, that, that, that's good. Um, but yeah, because it, it just comes as a book. You get it, like, I think it's either a PDF or the printed one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would recommend it. I'm probably going to, I don't know what yet, but I'll probably write something on it in the next couple of weeks once I've had some more games. Yeah, no, I look forward to hearing more about it. Yeah, and um, I'll post. Eventually, once I've actually finished this, this this mini, I'll post a picture of it on the Instagram as well, so everyone can see it looking silly. Looking Very cool, shiny and chrome. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a game where uh, I bought actually bought some files so I could file my 
my cars down, <laughs> thinking, thinking, I'll need files. In my in my toolbox, alongside my screwdriver, I may need files at some point. Because <laughs> prior to that, I was just using a screw from a bookcase that I had built from the new house <laughs> <laughs> to scuff it up. So, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. I've also, I mean, I got I got uh, the PS4 Spider-Man for Christmas actually, which nice is a hell of a game actually. I've I just I just love just swinging around and just sort of wandering around that world. It's such a it's so re- weirdly relaxing just to sort of swing about and just not really do anything else. <laughs> I just see how fast you can go from like one end of the map to the other. What's the? I don't know. I think it's gonna... it, how long does it take to learn? Like, is there? An amount of skill in like learning to swing well. There is, yeah. I mean, you can just hold down. I think it's R two just to like endlessly swing, but that's not. You're not going to get like as peak speed as you could by doing that because there is. You can sort of do like a like a little mini like web that sort of pulls you forwards like briskly, and you can leap off of certain points on like building corners or like other pointed objects. So there's a bit of like sort of bit of timing involved in that and also with like when you sort of when you reach the arc of your swing and when you sort of dive down and stuff it sort of gains some extra momentum yeah i love it actually just i I mean i have problems with other parts of the game but i I just love just swinging about in the in the city i got to play it a little when i was at a friend's house and yeah that did that did seem like the most attractive part of it to me just like yeah swinging around going from place to place yeah. Climbing up the tallest it's, building and so on, reliving yeah. Spider-Man Two on the PS2 and so on. It is lovely. Just mm. yeah, just climbing up a tall building, having a look out. Cause it does. It looks great. It like it, it looks beautiful. I mean, it looks beautiful apart from like, I have I have I have a problem with like non-cutscene characters when you like sort of like go into somewhere and you have like a chat with somebody that that. <laughs> the bottom half of their face sort of talks, and the top half just sort of oh, remains well, guide forward. It's, it's so ridiculous. Nice. So you're having this like heartfelt talk with you with Aunt May, and she's just sort of like blankly staring. <laughs> <forwards>. <laughs> Which is really funny, um, and also I, I, it has like a. I mean, it's been said before, but like, it has weird open world sort of obsessions like wants to be sort of airs towards being like assassin's creed yeah where you, where you chase pigeons and stuff. i had like a ton of the open world stuff when i like i was yeah, playing it and it was like oh you like there was an alert you've completed one of 18 uh carjacking events in this part of the city yeah, and it seemed yeah. like yeah there's a lot of it to get through if you were if you were so inclined i mean i can imagine I mean, you could probably ignore most of it if you weren't interested in the xp grind no well my issue with it is it's not to unlock new suits you need to do some of those things and also upgrade your get like all your upgrades and upgrade your gadgets you have to do the open world sort of just time wasting jobs yeah being, being the best <laughs> man which is really annoying can. well not even that like you have to go and in order to unlock a lot of the suits you have to go and find peter's backpacks that he's left <laughs> In random locations, which makes absolutely no sense. Must go through a lot of backpacks. Like, I think there's like 180 or something. <laughs> like, a stupid number. Man, like, must it's be... like, like when you pick up the first one, he goes, "Oh yes, this is one of my backpacks I lost while I was at high school." And it's like, what? <laughs> that explains why he's been working that pizza delivery job for so long. He, he, if he's he, losing that many backpacks, use one backpack a day. 
<laughs> but, but also, it makes no sense because they're all stuck with webbing. And if webbing stayed for the game set, like, after Spider-Man's been around for six years, if webbing stayed for six years, there yeah. would be webbing all, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> People must just like clean it up, right? They've got a city task force to clean up the mess this guy makes. So window cleaners coming along with like a special like anti-webbing dissolving fluid. Yeah, exactly. He's a menace. <laughs> that is what you, yeah, you hear you get little snippets of like radio and Jerry J videos and comes on like the same basically that. <laughs> He's a menace yeah, he is. and stuff. I mean, I kind of liked how uh, I think this comparison has been made before, but in in it, when I was like listening to to J. Jonah Jameson's like radio thing, like he's he's almost a bit like Alex Jones, like that kind of nutcase wow. in in on the in in the Spider Man universe, like the way he speaks yeah. to everyone and he's like trying to get them to reinforce his points, and he like hangs up on them if they don't. He just sounds completely yes. unhinged, like yeah. It's it's an interesting yeah. parallel, I think, for considering you know the, the whole like him printing a newspaper thing is pretty outdated, I think, nowadays. So I imagine getting him as like a an internet web podcast host who spends all yeah. his days ranting about Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is good. There's some great bits to it, but yeah, no, like some great Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's good. If you want to play a cool Spider-Man game, it is definitely that. Uh, okay. The combat is surprisingly... Considering it's just basically the Arkham combat, it has some extra, like, nice tweaks with lots of cool gadgets, and the web-swinging is amazing. Uh, the open world is bollocks, though. Okay. And if anybody else makes an open world game that locks away all the cool stuff behind tedious bullshit, I'll be very grumpy. Unlucky, unlucky. I mean, it's the way of the world now. Everyone loves it. They love the open world guff. Oh, it's so annoying. So, because I have a, my friend, obviously, he loved it. He likes open world shit and he loved grinding for all his outfits. Um, did you hear about the whole thing with people were getting really upset at them because there was no, uh, no of, Raimi yeah, trilogy sure. Spider Man suit? <laughs> and, like, eventually it turned out it was like a, a Christmas DLC thing that they unveiled. Oh, like, really? here's the one. And people were getting like mad at them, like, where is it? Where is it? They were raging. Because, you know, there was the ones from all the recent films. And, uh, yeah, yeah, people seem to just have, like, just get un- unreasonably mad at Spider Man. Like, the whole, the whole outrage over, like, <laughs> scaling back graphical detail because of, like, a reflection in a puddle. Like, oh, that was the, like, that's the classic. <laughs> That's gonna yeah, be that was ridiculous. a joke forever now. Like the YouTube videos, like have the, have they downgraded it from E3? Like here's <laughs> there's one less reflection in this in this puddle. <laughs> Someone should be keeping an eye on the faces. I tell you, that. <laughs> <laughs> cutscene faces look fine, but anything else, <laughs> it's a good thing Spider-Man wears a mask. <laughs> nice, uh, but it is good. It is good. So uh, I do like myself a good superhero game. So, uh, I'm I'm not done too much of the story, but it seems like a fairly sort of standard. There are bad people. I am Spider Man. Yeah, sort of thing. I've heard it's I'm good. expecting some Sorry. kind of twist at some point. Yeah, yeah. Some of the bo- the boss fights are the boss fights feel very Spider Man Two PS Two. 
they're very much sort of like he has like a chain of attacks that he does. Learn the pattern and then do a thing and then a quick time event and are then you win. Are there any of those boss fights that kept showing up in the Arkham games where you know it's a big guy who charges at you and you have to get out the way and make him run into a wall and then you attack him uh, from behind? Because <laughs> I've no, not quite. Normally, good. big guys like that are kind of like you just web them and then you punch them now. Yeah, web. good. Because <laughs> the amount of times that specific boss fight showed up, I was I was yeah. done. I was done. <laughs> Stealthy Spider-Man's actually surprisingly alright as well. Nice. He basically just is like stealthy Batman, except he has a couple more cool tricks. Like he can, because he can, because when you web somebody to a wall, that just knocks them out. So there's a couple of fun things of like just sort of webbing people off buildings, <laughs> and then or, or like off piers and stuff, rather than just sort of like the Batman thing of like swooping down, <laughs> cocooning them underneath them the gargoyle. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man does that too. He sort of webs them underneath the gargoyle instead of cocooning them. <laughs> there's, some, there's a couple of interesting like environmental bits as well, so you can like pull down uh, like wooden plaques to like distract people or take make them to go over to a certain area, and then you can get someone else or or then you can get them, which is kind of nice. Some extra like tweaks to that sort of formula because at times it can very much it can feel quite like this is if Batman had webs sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I guess the Arkham the Arca games do steadily get more and more Spider-Man where it's like, you know, get around yeah. with your grappling hook and, and wingsuit and you basically <laughs> yeah, just Spider-Man around the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bats have grappling actually... hooks in nature. Thanks. <laughs> it's fact. The... <laughs> they, they do. They do. <laughs> they all get one uh, after second year of bat school. They're all in their little grappling hooks. Right. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh yeah, um, sort of chase. Some of the chase sequences are quite good. Like there's, like the sort of the open world ones where you kind of chase after a, a car. But also like some of the like villain boss fights are like have you web swinging through the city to try and like catch up to them to do to kind of basically just do do a cute a QTE. But um, there's something quite nice about like using the web swinging as sort of a relaxing thing to sort of just sort of daze your way across the city and then sort of put that into practice of like, no, I'm, I can go really fast now and just catch up with a, with an enemy, which is quite nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. The web swinging is definitely the highlight, which, to be honest, is all I really wanted. It's quite just as well, yeah. I mean, if it was crap, it wouldn't be a good game. <laughs> If it was like, oh, it's a good Spider-Man game, but you can't <laughs> swing from a verb very well. It was a good game, but the web swinging was crap. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Spider-Man, the, uh, the, the, the linear corridor <laughs> walker. should make a Resident Evil game with Spider-Man in it. You know, claustrophobic corridors, you can't swing on your web. Third-person web shooter. It's like that whole thing where Spider-Man would be like functionally useless in any city that isn't filled with skyscrapers. Yeah, I feel yeah. like yeah, Spider-Man like... in London would be disappointing <laughs> spider-man just going around like the like the one bit of london with all <laughs> well, actually, all say, saying that the trailer for the 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 next spider-man film is in europe like he's in go. he's in Maybe venice i think he's in london he's not too bad actually because there's there's parks and stuff in spider-man the game yeah uh and because you can sort of leap and like acrobat the way. Oh off yeah, true. Kind of, I guess so. it's not too bad. And then you sort of do like like sort of like low web swings and stuff. It, it would it's not. It, as I was expecting, like are these are the bits where I sort of run <laughs> yeah, across the, the park. Like, <laughs> the empty bit where you can't move. But no, 
Yeah. <laughs> but actually, no, it's not too bad. Yeah, I guess as long as there's some reasonable elevation for him, you know, he can jump off some trees or something. He wouldn't be very good in, like, a suburb, though, basically. Like... <laughs> well, in the... <laughs> in a village. <laughs> Did you see Into the Spider-Verse, the, the Sony animated film that was in this? Okay. No. Uh, it, was, it was brilliant. I think it was one of my favourite films that came out last year. Uh, but that has an, ex- an extended sequence where that kind of web, sw- web swinging f- through trees. That was very oh, exciting. Nice, nice. nice. That's all there. Uh... Yeah. Uh, Very cool. I think that's about that's about all I've been playing. What about you, George? I have sort of a smattering of things. Um, I picked up Battlefield Five, uh, and it is fine. It's, it's, it's all right, right, you'd say. Well, like, I'm I'm kind of dis- like there are lots of like disappointing little bits to it, particularly in the terms of the. Of like how it kind of immerses you in the game, and and affront that with not. I think it's great that women have been included in the game. Not the not of the sort of the raving assholes that are like getting up and up no, on that. It's other bits of. The, You've already said it. Sorry, you've already mentioned authenticity. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's the uh, it's it's other record. areas it's of the like movie. the the World War Two experience that are just really <laughs> yeah. disappointing. That like. So, uh, it, it it so like the big battlefield thing of like giving you that set piece kind of epic sort of combined arms. You know, you're part of you know you're in a war zone. It ha- you know, mm. it has moments of that, but there are also other really disappointing times. So in so op- there are these things called grand operations, which are like the big kind of game mode, and. It's like three three games strung together with a sort of vague narrative, um, mm-hmm. and like if the, if the attackers win the first one, they get an advantage in the second one. Um, yeah, and the first game is always this mode called Airborne, I think, where it's you the the attackers are kind of carrying out a, a parachute assault on on a site to blow up some stuff, uh, and it and it's it's kind of cool. So like you start in a in a plane. Uh, and the enemy can fire anti-air guns and actually shoot down the planes you're parachuting out of. The the planes are like just pre-controlled and they fly over set routes. And uh, okay. in the in like in the the first time you you it drops your team, you think it all forces you to jump at the same time. But later on, every time you respawn, uh, it just puts you in a plane. And you can choose when you jump out. But uh, and the first time I was playing this, it was it was quite cool. It's like the your your. Uh, British troops kind of parachuting into Norway to assault uh, some like artillery, but then there are other maps where it's it's the Germans that are doing these airborne assaults, and it puts you in the plane, but it's just the it's just a it's just an Allied transport, and so it just feels so wrong because you're in a like it's like a DC three, like the, the sort of classic sort of troop transport yeah. aircraft but you're 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 the germans and ev- and it, and it, and so it it doesn't do the like the pubg thing where it shows you all the other players it plays like pre-rendered animations of troops in the plane but it doesn't change what the troops are wearing so when you're the germans you're in a plane full of allied troops <laughs> and it's just like this would be like, and, it's, and it and it would feel really cool because it's like this 
atmospheric start to the mission, and it's just completely ruined because it's like you couldn't you couldn't change it to the to the you know the German equivalent of the troop transport the the right, the right one. It's the basically it's the, something fifty something G fifty two. I think it's like the tri engined uh, plane, and like you couldn't put some sort of you know Falschmiagers in the plane. It's just it's just literally all the only thing they change is they put some uh some of the what's it like the iron little little crosses on the wings it's like it just looks it just feels so weird and it's just yeah like, that, that seems like a weird yeah, area and it just feels so sort of cheaped out on and it's like you you know you're trying to create this big epic start to to a map and it it just completely ruins the experience it just like it's fine once you get on the ground because you don't really notice it but just for a game to start that way, where it wants you to be, it wants you to kind of feel immersed and excited. It's just like, what? This feels so weird. Yeah. Um, that sounds bizarre. I guess it. I mean, like, yeah. Is it? Or you said no. Is that something that you notice more because you have a history? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I, most people would notice. Uh. I mean. It. It seems like a weird oversight, right? I mean, regardless of whether or not, you know, I suppose yeah, it, it, it does. It. But I just like, thinking like, I mean, obviously, maybe the normal person wouldn't. But you know, like, you know what World War nerds are like? Like, there's tons of yeah, them we, everywhere. We, fuck, we fucking like, suck. We're so <clears throat> pedantic. Do, do you remember the? Uh, <laughs> so the like, what? Where is it? They they brought on a bunch of people who were really expert on it to write stuff for like with Battlefield One. Remember they? Maybe I think in maybe. The writing the you know the DLC stuff they're doing in Battlefield Five as well. Yeah, like I think they have people from reputable history well, like, sources yeah, they writing were, all they that always, stuff. They always and... big up the like you know like the sort of attention detail on the weapons. But even if you're you know even if it, it's not something you're particularly knowledgeable about, it's still immediately obvious that it's the the exact same troops that you see when when you're the <laughs> British and you're in the same plane, same the same guys, and it's just yeah. like oh well they don't look you know particularly like nazis or in, they're not in sort of like gray uniforms or yeah uh and so then it and the other thing is just like the part of the feel is like just because so many of the weapons are like really niche weapons that you're not you don't kind of expect not so much you don't expect but like you kind of you play a world war Two game i feel like so you know you, you kind of you want all the kind of the World War Two classics like you want your your M1 Garand you want your Car 98 you want an MP40 you know you want you want all the kind of classic guns you just think of that yeah like so many people have <laughs> learnt about because they grew up playing like World War Two shooters but instead you're getting all of these like really niche like one-off production weapons that no one was really using but like they existed and there were like three of them because they were like an experimental yeah. <laughs> weapon and it's like well right. what and so like and because I've been playing I played a little bit of uh, Battalion 1944 which was a uh, basically a game that tried to recreate Call of Duty 2 multiplayer mm-hmm. and that is a great and that is and that just feels right for what a, a multiplayer World War 2 should be because it's like everyone's running around with the classic guns if you're the allies, you have to pick an allied gun. If you're uh, 
if you're the Nazis, you got to pick from one of from one of their guns, and so it just everything just kind of the the atmosphere feels right, and the how everything looks is yeah. right. But is there, whereas in so battlefields five, everything just feels slightly off because it's like oh well, I the start of this level was a bit odd, and everyone's running around, and they've all got the the Ribby Roy nineteen ten. Yeah, it's like it was the same issue that and it I had. had it, yeah, like, I think everyone had with Battlefield. And it, one. It's, it's just it's just like, worse when it's like, okay, fine, Battlefield One. You can't give everyone a bolt action rifle, so you, they've all, everyone's going to be running around with weird, boring, like yeah. experimental submachine but, guns. But for World War Two, yeah. where there is a, a such an expected roster of weapons that are so kind of iconic, yeah, through, in, in, not, you there, know, not just uh, that have you know are iconic weapons of the war because of video games because yeah, of the pop culture aspect you know popular culture like because of the video games that made them famous to then just not really see them at all is yeah is, is a weird. bit bizarre and it's just like i i've i've thought kind of the same thing about the whole like watching footage from battlefield 5 right um it's always um it, i i've been struck by that as well like the whole authenticity thing isn't quite there like it's Number one, it's all that whole, you know, experimental weaponry and you can have whatever gun on whatever side and so on. I feel like a lot of it's just it's character customization. Yeah, right? so like everyone has makes... everyone just has weird uniforms. And I think it would it yeah, would there's no uniform, there's no anything. And I mean like people complain about, you know, people whinged about the whole oh, there's women there. But I mean I think it's more the fact that everyone's so dissonant. Like, well, yeah, if anything, like, oh, it this makes guy's it, got a funny hat so, on and a so, weird yeah, gun. It makes it so much more abundantly clear that they had issue with women in general rather than the authenticity because yeah because there's all this other weird shit there's so much other stuff like if you really wish like there's so much other things that you would you could you could take issue with that like that i feel like should just grind your gears more yeah absolutely like i find it it has it has some classic battlefield moments where on like about half the maps are quite cool and the other half are a bit grindy where it's just like great run around the corner into the sort of the killing zone because it's just a bottom yeah deck. but there are some there are some cool kind of wide open maps it feels like they've really nailed the the wide open vehicle maps this time because i guess in i trying to think like in battlefield 4 battlefield 3 you had these really big conquest maps with just wide open planes uh yeah because they they need to give space for tanks and stuff to drive around but it made the it meant the infantry combat was crap because you were so exposed, you could be seen for miles. Whereas they've addressed that this time with like actual foliage, foliage and kind of dense plants that you can hide in. So there's so there's some really cool okay. like French villages that are surrounded by sort of like wheat fields where you can just lie down and be kind of obscured. And it and some and those and the kind of countryside maps are I would say are, like are really fun. And when you kind of start, you're you're running through the fields and the tanks drive past and everything explodes. It, it kind of all comes together then, but you spend a lot of other times just being like, oh, this just feels a bit odd. Doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the impression I've got from watching it, is it just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it coheres much as like a World War Two game. Like it doesn't Yeah. look like one. It feels a bit like this weird fantasy version of it where, you know, you have this weird like playground that has all the different bits and then a ton of other stuff as well that's just 
strange. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I mean, I guess it, like the the the, 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 the thing, like the the guns it has in, they all handle well. They've up that they've shortened the time to kill, which feels like a good improvement. I think it makes everything feel a bit more punchy and satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that does mean. Like, I think it's. It, this like I mean this, this like the Sten gun, which is a classic gun, is the, the starting melee weapon. Though does mean sometimes you can just pick people off across the map with a submachine gun. Plink <laughs> at them, yeah. Is have we lost Nevi again? Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. you are still here. You are still here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, dropped I, the video I saw that. Yeah, having bad connection. But, I've not heard you say anything. But from so a, like, from gone? a mediocre battlefield to a great battlefield, Super Smash Brothers. Is something I've been playing a lot of. Uh, mm. uh, is Battlefield my favorite? Nah, it's, Battlefield's an okay map on Super Smash Bros. I guess it's a classic, but Super yeah. Smash Bros. Ultimate is brilliant. I love it. It's been it's very good. It's a lot immensely of fun. entertaining over the Christmas period playing with my brother. It's been immensely entertaining playing with friends that are much better than me. But yeah, they have they have created just. The ultimate Super Smash Brothers experience. I would, I'd say, it's great. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like, ton of fun. Just you know, all the characters are there, even if it takes ages to unlock them. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah, I, I, it's a lot of fun. I've not put as much time into it probably as you have so far. Uh, yeah, I like I, I just stuff, I sort of but... play it in sort of intense bursts that are quite spread out. Like, like ooh play it for quite a few hours and yeah. then it's like oh, I won't touch it for quite a while and then I don't know sort of intense yeah it's a ton of fun like I played it at a friend's house as well because he had it and it's just you know you can really you can really just chuck anyone in it because it's like obviously if you want to do like you know the classic 1v1 try hard rule set you know see who's the best you can do that mm. but it's like you can you can really even out the gap a lot with other people who are not good at the game by just being like alright so let's go on the wildest map imaginable every item's on yeah it's chaos. No one knows what's happening. <laughs> well, a really nice feature that they added was that um, every map can now be turned into a Final Destination clone, where it's yeah, just a platform. That, that's, that's or a you can turn it into. Well, a, you can do that with Battlefield. Yeah, you can, well. you can turn them all into Battlefield that's maps. Cool. So it's just a, a platform with three little mini platforms. So you, yeah, that's just good for like visual variety. Yeah, so it? like, I, so I've got like my dual. See, so like you can save custom game modes. So I've just got dual, yeah. which is just three stock. On a, on a random map set to like final destination mode. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Does it? Do they still? Does it still have that weird solo uh, single player mode where it's kind of like kind of a platform? No. So it does have a single player mode, but instead it's like a sort of Mario overworld where you're going just between different fights, and just all the yeah. fights are kind of right. funky. So it'll be like fight three of this character at once but mm. everyone starts at 300% or fight yeah. <laughs> fight right. or like so like they and there's like a whole sort of spirit system where you're unlocking these kind of equip uh, equipable spirits yeah like side characters from games that are featured or aren't and like cool. you, you you kind of fight we like themed battles yeah like sometimes it feels like you have no idea what's going on but sometimes you look at it and you're like that's actually kind of clever because like you figure out what they're meaning with the different things like like i was getting um it was it was hal emmerich from metal gear who make you know who made the metal gears and it was fucking it was 
a Dr. Mario jumping around with a giant metal rob <laughs> and i was like i get it hey. so another 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 metal gear thing i think so i think there's a there's a there's a spirit that you can equip for paz and i think i, I can't remember yeah. what the fight is but when you, yeah when you equip it uh it mean if you equip the paz spirit it means you start fights with a bomb <laughs> that's so <laughs> which is absolutely brutal that is <laughs> unbelievably awful <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they did that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's next level. That's so impressive that they did that. Yeah, for, I guess if you yeah, you didn't play, was that in Ground Zeroes? Or was that in start of five? That was. I think yeah, it was oh, end of Ground oh. Zeroes or the start of five. Yeah, yeah, Paz is a character that you rescue only for you to discover that a bomb has been sewn inside her. And she ends up having to like jump out of a helicopter to avoid okay, blowing you so, up. Correction, because it's also stupid. There was a bomb sewn inside her. You take it out. She stands up and is like, "I'm sorry, boss. There's another bomb." <laughs> and then she jumps out because she had two bombs sewn inside, her, and you only got one out. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, that was quality. Yeah. Uh, Ground Zeroes is grim. Ground Zeroes is probably like. Totally the most grim Metal Gear. I was actually really disappointed that Metal Gear 5 was not as grim as Ground Zero. Ground Zero is awful. Like, I was, I was... with the marketing for 5 and how, like, brutal yeah. Ground Zero's was, I was like, this is gonna be, like, the most morally dark Metal Gear game. And then it was just, it was the same as normal, really. You know, you went around, <laughs> you went on wacky me. adventures and uh, <laughs> saved some people from nukes or whatever, and you're like, oh, hurry. Yeah. Parasites that understand languages yeah. something. let's not talk about yeah. it but anyway well, point being smash brothers is good yeah. and they're, they're sometimes yeah, quite yeah. they're quite they're quite funny with these weed references they do in the single player yeah i still haven't, I haven't, I haven't really figured good. out like how to properly use the spirits because it's just like a good more sort of like rpg number crunching of like yeah. upping certain stats which i haven't quite figured out usually i just like i level them up and then obviously i pick one that's got decent stats most importantly, has some kind of property that is useful for whatever stupid bullshit they're trying to pull on me. So when, you know, when you have the floor is on fire, you'll get one fire immunity or one that makes you wind resistant in the many obnoxious stages where there's massive high winds <laughs> that try and blow you off while you're trying to fight four Marios that constantly have the fire throwing thing. Anyway, <laughs> I think it was four Luigis actually, and they were constantly spamming. You know that one. Yeah. The move where he rockets off to the oh, side yeah, the head, and, and the it was windy. Rocket. Awful. Let's not talk about it. I was traumatized. Well, I guess I, there was one with. Uh, speaking, well, I guess I, speaking of dark, dark tonal games. Uh, another board game. Not really, like not so much. The, the tone of the game isn't dark, but I experienced a very serious version of this game. Uh, I really wondered why. Yeah, you were I was. I was, tr- I was trying to make the segue work. I kind of. I'm, g- I'm giving up. Kind of segue you're riding it. Yeah, Twilight Imperium. Uh, one of my favourite board games. Just a big sci-fi strategy experience. Um, that usually I just play. with just a group of friends. We sit down for a day and we just do do space strategy game. But uh, I enough. played. I played in a. I played in a tournament for it. Uh, yeah, it was weird. odd. So, uh, so there's a like a podcast that talks about 
just it's about Twilight Imperium. They just chat about the game called Space Cats Peace Turtles, and they are right. they're running uh like a tournament for everyone that from like everyone or their listeners that want to take part for like a hundred people, and it's being run on Tabletop Simulator. So like the sort of board game oh, okay. software that sort of simulates a tabletop, and then it's just, it's basically just a physics simulator that sort of tweaks to do board games really well. Uh, and so, that must be a mess on tabletop. It, well, it, it works quite well because it like so someone's created a Twilight Imperium mod for tabletop simulator. So there's lots of like automated systems that do a lot right. of bookkeeping. But it was just it was a it was a weird experience to go from. Like, because it, it's a, it is it's you know it's a competitive game. You're all you're all playing against each other, but there's a certain amount of like collaboration because there's a you're all you you know you've all collectively decided to play this game. You're giving up your day for it. You're kind of like you there's you know there's all this, there's a certain amount. There's like a shared contract that you kind of want each other to have a good time. So then yeah, like yeah. so it was a weird experience playing it like competitively where it's like. Only you know, only the winner will progress to the next round of the tournament, with yeah. just sort of like strangers, like online. So you can't. So you're not. So like you're. So you you can't. Right. You can't see their faces. Yeah, so you can't even see those faces. There's like, it was it was, so it was a really odd experience, because like, like diplomacy and just kind of that is is a big part of the game. Like you're making deals. You're kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, convince like you're you know, you're chatting to your neighbors. Like, are you going to attack me, and and so on. And what was weird was like there still was diplomacy, but it was far more, it was far more formal, and like the lack of like table chat, like really changed the game experience because you had to write an email for diplomacy. Like... Well, you'd, 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 yeah. you could basically just talk to someone and be like, "Hey, uh, is it like because the 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 host of the podcast were like moderating the game." And like right. running it, right. and you'd be like, "Hi, can we go off into like a separate Discord for a quick private chat?" And then we're going to come back. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was uh, weird, it was, and like yeah. and because because it's, it's it's a big game. There's a lot going on. Like you, there's so much to pay attention to. It's weird how your attention changes when you're not like engaged by the table. So like if I was playing with friends, where it's like it's not my turn, I'm still just chatting to people. Whether it's about the game, yeah, it's yeah. or or not. There's like you're sort of engaged with the table, but then suddenly, like yeah. when it's just sort of everything's a bit cold because like you take your turn, and then that you know you just wait for your turn again. If you're not doing diplomacy, there's just it's just like there's no re- like it's so easy just to be like ah oh, stop paying attention now. Uh, and so yeah, it was just a, yeah. it was an interesting way to. How how so? This is the one that's terrifying. Like takes ages, right? Yeah, so it takes like I'd say about eight about eight hours. Like eight hours, hours. Is, is like an average average sort of game. Like game how so? Like was the tournament run? I'm assuming it's being run over a long. Yeah, so it's being run basically basically <laughs> every yeah. every so every Saturday and Sunday a game is being run, and they're hosting like okay. I think there's like 120 people in the tournament, so whatever that is divided Jeez. by six. They're hosting that many games, yeah. and then the winners of each of those games like goes through to another to another round. So is it like a, okay? How many winners are there in each game? Like one, is one person won the game. So okay, it, so like it, okay, it narrows right. down very quickly. I think there's only three rounds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's weird to go from like a game where it's sort of like 
there's a certain amount of like shared experience. I mean, like me and my friends, we all desperately want to win because it's it's hard to win, and like, and so like the end of the game gets very competitive. But when you're not, so like to sit down at a game without that kind of like social contract of like, you know, we 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 want to begin from a position of everyone wants to have a good time. It's yeah, it's so yeah. weird to experience it in such a different setting. I know what you mean. I, I think it's. I used to play when I used to play um, like Civ and Endless Legend a lot. Like it's such a different experience playing it with just friends to playing it from like with like random people on like from like a Discord server. Like but playing Endless Legend with my friend Ben, for example, he is unbelievable. He's I don't know how he's so good at that game, but he is, and I'm not. So, whereas I'm bad, and he, like, gives me a chance. Like, <laughs> he's, like, almost mockingly, like, like, oh, just let Levy, like, have fun over there for, like, <laughs> yeah. an hour before I go and kill him. No, no, you play with people over the internet, and they will just steamroll you, and, and the game becomes just sort of, like, it gets reduced down to its, like, most basic parts at that point, I think, when it becomes so hyper Yeah, because I guess, like, the... Yeah. I, I yeah, it's, it's totally the same as Save. Like I played this with two other friends, and we just we're not like I don't think we were. I don't think we have like I think we've played played the game till one of us wins once. But it, so much of it is the the game is such a, an interesting and unique catalyst for a fun way to socialize. That yeah. so, so when suddenly yeah. like you're playing the game and it's not that's not suddenly no longer. The point, like, well, with Twilight Imperium, like, it starts out that way, and then, and then by the end, everyone is like just desperate for the win. So it gets, it does get quite <laughs> by the end, yeah. gets brutal. Yeah, it gets quite brutal. <laughs> That's the thing. So like, it'll be like, yeah, like with Twilight Imperium, often because you've been playing for eight hours, it's often can you not make a mistake at the end, like at the end of the game, like if if it's because a lot of the game, a lot of the games played, like they're all very close, and it's just sort of who can be the person that just tips it. Like tips it over in their favor. Yeah, it's such like a titanic amount of time to devote mm. to something like competitive, right? Because usually you think about so like board games that people play competitively, regardless of how long they might take, they're kind of like short form factor, right? Like I mean, you know, chess for instance. Like I mean, a chess yeah, game yeah. can take a while, but it's not really because the game demands to be played over that long. It's just because they might That's agonize true. over their moves forever. But yeah, yeah. I remember going to like netrunner tournaments and like the games last about sort of half an hour. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you might play like six in a day, which is where then it becomes like a a longer thing. But like, there's not that Mm. investment of from that singular game. Yeah. Like, because I can imagine getting to the point in that tournament and being like four turns in, halfway through, going, I'm not going. Yeah, that base that, yeah. that was basically. I was thinking. Why about do that. I? Keep that was basically. Going? What, this that is was... no longer about having fun. This is about winning. Do I just drop out? What, what well, that, that's basically like, what happened to me. So like weird. I just did not. Sort of like, I like yeah, I just didn't do very well, uh, and so like by the by the kind of it, it basically like the, the your capacity to score points just goes up each round, like the so like mm. early like early game like scoring scoring at a point round one is pretty good going like it's yeah it happens about half the time whereas in the final rounds you might be scoring like two three four points 
in a single round, and it's a game of the first person to ten points. Right. Okay. So like, yeah, it got to the the game was sort of in the end game, and I think I was sitting at like five points, whereas everyone else was at you know sort of like sitting around seven eight, and it's just like I'm. You know, like I'm a whole round of gameplay behind these people where it's like if I have a great round yeah. I might get up to eight and then I need them to not win. Yeah. Yeah. Like that yeah. that's so weird because it's like um speaking of those games, like a game I played with my friends is like Stellaris, right? Mm. And it's a similar idea as stuff like Civ, except it might even take even longer than a game of Civ. Like mm. <clears throat> if you were gonna play that to win, like I think people who were gonna do that would obviously set the win conditions very short, like over a hundred years or something in game. But like if I wasn't playing with my friends, like if I was playing with the intent to win, like after the first like fifty years or something, if something wasn't going well, it'd be like, Why would I bother playing? Mm. And like yeah. I, I imagine that obviously you're not allowed to duck out in the middle of a tournament, but uh, yeah, it sounds like yeah. No, I was like, I will hard I'll, to know, sit I'm, there for I'm gonna, like. I'm gonna keep it going, and it and there is like the game is still enjoyable just to play, yeah, mechanically. So like it's, but it, there is a certain amount of like that, like it's yeah, it's very easy just to like start losing morale because in. Yeah, because like playing with friends, it's like, can I pull off an epic comeback? Maybe not, but I'm still kind of enjoying the process of yeah. playing the game. Yeah, and you can ha- you can you can have a laugh, yeah. right? You can you can still enjoy playing yeah. it socially, but like in that sense, how, like how how long would you say there is between you know the point where you realised you don't have a chance to win and the end? Like, uh, pro- that was probably how long in real time? Three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Maybe. Was it shorter on Tabletop Sim? It was about the same length. Um, I mean, I like I think I there was, I think some things slowed, like some things slowed down, some things were sped up. Like there's a some things right. which were quite fast, so it's like yeah, because that's a long time in my head of like being like I'm not progressing to the next round. I'm not enjoying this in the same way I would normally. Yeah, well, like it's it's uh, it's, it's, it sounds really yeah, difficult. like there is yeah. there, like there is really there is always thing. capacity to like have swings where you kind of come back into the game yeah like i wasn't like i wasn't completely out out but yeah it wasn't like all completely hopeless yeah but it was more just like i'm 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 on quite a i'm I'm really on the back foot here and i don't see myself i'm quite struggling to to make any kind of aggressive kind of active plays i was just a lot of like Oh god, this is going badly. Yeah. So, would you recommend the experience to a friend? Uh, online, I would say competitive Twilight Imperium. I, I would not recommend it. Farming I, I would, I would not recommend it. I would recommend the mod. I would say the mod is very good, and if you're playing with friends, it's it's a it's a very decent, it's a really solid like cool. ad- adaptation of the game. But yeah. I think competitive like competitive ti is not for me <laughs> just yet i'm still at the point where it's like i'm still figuring this game out yeah it's a weird one yeah it's a really weird one. that sounds that sounds strange i mean i can't imagine them can you imagine if they did do they do, they do like real life ti tournaments they like, do actually yeah they so they they do yes yeah, so they held one at um i don't i don't know how it like i guess there's lots of just simultaneous games going on yeah but i know the podcast um ran a a tournament at Gen Con and like filmed loads of it and like literally filmed every game 
And I think for the last like s- six months, they've been working on editing that footage into something, yeah, like editing the footage down into something that is interesting to watch. Wow, that's interesting. Actually, I've been, I've been intrigued to watch that just to see people. Well, so like the I, so, the, so you can that, you can that moment people realise that they've committed like four and a half hours, <laughs> they're not going. Well, so to so, win, the, so the game so the enjoying. game I played it is is on YouTube. It's on their YouTube. So all these games are a bit off. Okay, are, they're captured. They're captured on streamed on Twitch, I think, or captured for YouTube. Yeah. And there's a highlights. There's like a there's like a ten minute highlight video. Of moments from the game, or you can watch all nine hours of the game. Uh, yeah, I will. Do that. I'll sit there for nine hours watching watching you watching play. Watching these go. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know. It sounds. I imagine that's mostly silence. Uh, like there are always people talking because it was always like. Oh, it's just often. It's just like. Like individually, there's long periods of silence, but there's always people talking about kind of what's going on because like every because yeah, everything okay. you do kind of rubs up against other players so it might be like oh well i'm gonna do this do you want to pay me not to or <laughs> right fair uh, enough fair. or like i like i'm doing this but you yeah, like you so there's there's there's, there's there's always sort of talk but no everyone was quite serious yeah, yeah. stony faced yeah I guess the capacity for banter is probably reduced. No, yeah, was. Do you think, like, in that? So, I, I'm not obviously familiar with the rule set, but do you think it would be easier if there was like a, like an alternate, more compact, competitive rule set that shortened the length of the game? No, no. Do you no, think that would like, be I possible? Think the, or the, the like the excite like the, the, the like the one of the brilliant things about the game is just it, it's it is quite it is. A simple-ish rule set, but there's just so much scope to do stuff. Yeah. Because what I really like about it is, uh, there are so few right answers, like strategically, in terms of like mm-hmm. all the gu- like so all the guides for like how, you know how to play this you know this faction really well are still really subjective. It's like, well, here are the things you should try and do, but there's no because there's so many variables in the game in terms of like how the map is set up, who you're playing, like the people you're playing next to, like just what they're doing. They're all the game is just full of interesting decisions and like it's it's such an interesting game because there's no like oh here here is the perfect turn one like opening strategy that you should just do every time to, to yeah. win. Yeah, there's, there's, a, I guess there are like there are there are some good guidelines, but it's a game of like cool. where there are so few right answers. Fair enough, fair enough. Sounds like an experience, yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's 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 one of the like yeah, I, it I I recommend it as one of just like I think the best board game experiences. Yeah, it's on my list. At some point, I think I will get around to it. Just uh, yeah. Uh, shall we? Wrap up. We wrap up. Yeah, it's disappointing you see this week because there's no quiz, so Quizless. it feels like the the <laughs> the crescendo of the episode has been robbed from us. Yeah, because yeah. we've Ooh, we've got we've got four hours in. We kind of realised you we say you were going to sell. Navi's got a story. <laughs> Navi has a story. A quick, a little, a quick story. story uh, yeah. Time. So, um, endless legend. So yeah, ben, my friend Ben and I used to play it a lot. 
I would lose every single. <laughs> <laughs> no, like except for this one time when I didn't lose. Ooh. I, mean, I won't say I won't say what. <laughs> so you didn't, you lose. didn't lose <laughs> because um, I think Ben was too busy gloating and um, <laughs> the fact that he was so far ahead of me and he was so much better that he spent so much time sending troops at me. That one of the AI characters <laughs> killed him. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I remember he uh, he, he drew on a uh, on a patent document saying, signed it saying, "I didn't beat him." The AI won. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. That sounds worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, I've got that saved somewhere on the computer. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, nice. I like this legend, but I am shit at it. <laughs> I tried playing it once or twice, and I got rolled by the AI because of how shit it was. So it's it's really good. Really, it's such an interesting game, like such an interesting take on it. Because mm. every single yeah. every single like Civ is so different that it it's so, so it's a, it's such an interesting like game of that yeah. genre. Yeah, and there's the whole like there's just so many like details of like leveling up and equipping all your generals yeah like it's crazy and And there's like this whole little strategy game that you play whenever like they're gonna fight each other it's nuts which is like that that's that's like fine initially but then when you kind of get like 50 units in a fight yeah like especially also in multiplayer where you've got to wait for two other people to resolve that Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we I think we generally had like unspoken rule of like only the major like life ending fights. Everything else is just what all resolved because because like we don't have all night. <laughs> That's the classic when you're playing like uh like two player total war games as well, where it's just like I am not gonna sit here and watch you fight this like min-max this tiny little army that's attacked your fort so that you don't lose any troops like I'm not going to watch that for the next half hour so you're going to hit the other yeah, result suck it, suck it up and take <laughs> yeah. 100 casualties exactly just deal with it and then obviously the AI will randomly manage to kill your general and no other troop but that's just how Total War Total Resolve button works so yeah. you roll the dice yeah, <laughs> yeah it's good uh, I've seen that there's some it's been a while since I played in this legend. There's some extra expansions up there. Yeah, I saw past. that. Yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on that. See if I can get get a game of that in at some time. Anyway, we shall wrap up. Wrap up. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. I and for all the technical issues that happened midway through. If, if we edit it well enough, they won't even know. That's true. No, That's no true. Idea. So I'm either sorry about them or not sorry because <laughs> you've missed them. I whichever <laughs> ends up being in the end cut of this podcast. Uh, so yes, no, thank you for listening. If you have found this podcast without the website attached, you can find us at bitsandpieces.games on Twitter at bitsplusPieces or on Instagram at thosebitsandpieces. Uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you again. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.